T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Portland, if you've ever wondered where to get your blazers, ducks, and it's right here on the airwaves of 1080. 1080 the fan with Danny and Dusty. It's Danny and Dusty and Rust from noon till 3. Hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you. We are talking uh, the carnage over the weekend and what it means. Uh, on the surface, it all looks like it's really good news for Oregon. I think mostly it's good for the Pac-12 and Oregon in general. In general, that Alabama picked up loss number two. I mean, it's honestly let's be let's let's be fair. It's good for everybody good when for Alabama everybody. loses. And Clemson too. Clemson getting beat the way they did by Notre Dame. Adios, amigos. I mean, I like it a lot. Yeah, I I felt they were very fraudulent. I am not a DJ Uyongale yeah uh, believer. Their their defense is very good, yeah. although. Uh, they had a rough week, but their offense—I just—I have never believed in it with him at quarterback. So, what we were talking about is looking at what it looks like coming down the the stretch here. Where the college football playoff puts Tennessee is huge for this week when we're talking about mm-hmm. that jockeying for position because they look at strength of wins. And if you're an Oregon fan, there's great news. They have two. They have two games coming up. They have opportunity against, against what will likely be. I think. I think UW does sneak in because they just beat number twenty three OSU. Mm-hmm. They were probably just on the outside of the top twenty five, looking in by the committee. So they probably just flip flop with Oregon State and they put UW at twenty three. So Oregon has UW this week, and then they have Utah the next week, and then you have a rivalry game, and then a potential of if if you run the table through that, you are sitting there at eleven and one and you're playing in the conference championship game against potentially a one-loss team in, well, in all likelihood you will have a one-loss USC or or one-loss UCLA. And I I think that it will be hard for Oregon to get into the playoff, assuming one like this happens here, right? Georgia runs a table, they're in, okay? Mm -hmm. One of Ohio State or Michigan runs the table and get in because both of those Big Ten teams are undefeated right now. Um, if that game is close, then all of a sudden we're having this conversation again of, oh, okay, does the Big Ten now get two teams yes. in? And then if TCU runs the table, they got to get over the hurdle this week of Texas where Gary Patterson, the former TCU coach, is now a coach at Texas. Oh. Um, but if they run the table, right, those three spots are taken. Mm-hmm. And this is where it comes down to, all right, now you're looking at one-loss teams, and that will be Tennessee if they are, are a one-loss team, and then a Pac-12 champion. And this is where I go, 
I think Oregon's road to getting that four spot is going to be a lot harder than even if it was USC or UCLA. Because if it, we'll start with UCLA. If it's UCLA, just comparing resumes, mm-hmm. UCLA then would have avenged their only loss of the season, which was a blowout. On the road. On, on the road. And they say, hey, neutral side Vegas, we won that game. And then all of a sudden you're going, oh, so you would have a UCLA team. That has beaten Oregon, USC, and Utah. Yes, all in the back half of the year. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Utah on the road. USC-UCLA USC, is not a road game. And then a neutral site game against Oregon. And they'd have a win over Washington, too. And if Washington, they, If yeah. they're a top 25 yeah. team in there. So that... Strong resume. Yeah. Strong resume. USC, right? They would have a... They would cap their season with... I don't know what they're going to do with Notre Dame. Notre Dame could be 25th, right? But if mm-hmm. USC goes through this thing and, and they go... And they have their wins, they would have a win over... UCLA, Notre Dame, and then they would have a win against Oregon on a neutral field. On an impact on title game. Okay. And not, With their only loss being a one-point loss on the road. One-point loss on the road. That's huge. Yeah. You can explain that one away. Okay. For Oregon, you would have wins over UCLA. You would have you would have to have I mean because if you beat UCLA twice and you it, it downplays your win, you need it to be USC. You need it to be USC. Yep. Okay. But you would have wins over uh, what would be a three-loss Utah team, mm-hmm. uh, Washington, UCLA, and USC with a blowout loss. And that is, now look at Tennessee. Now look at Tennessee. Their one loss will be a two-possession game to Georgia. On And they're already framing it as on, on the, the road. road with wins over Alabama and LSU. Yeah. Who are and stomping, stomping, stomping LSU. LSU. So that, that resume is stronger. And that's where I go, you throw your hands up and you go, well, what else can Oregon do? They can just do, I mean, you're going to have to continue to roll teams you like need they to, have. You need to roll teams. And that's, that's what it is. The good thing is that they have UW and Utah at home. But uh, And that's why I say I don't think it's easy. Because if you do the the resume stacking up, Oregon's, you throw your hands in the honestly, air and say, Oregon's, it's a 46-point loss, man. Yeah. And Oregon's resume because of the way things stack out and in the wins and losses for their opponents probably rates the weakest of the yeah. three between UCLA, USC, Oregon, just because of the... And that's nothing of their own fault. No, it's, just, <laughs> it's just the way that it is. It's, it's ranked privilege as far as like how that yeah. was when it went down and where they, where they met them in the schedule. Well, and because Oregon cannot have a win as good as... And it's their own fault because Oregon is will be the highest ranked of any of those teams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they can't point and say, we have a win just to... No, we, you don't. No. <laughs> the one time you did have the opportunity, you got smashed. Yeah, by Georgia. And they, look, that is one of the unfair things. Like, a, a fan's like, well, then what are they... Nothing. Nothing. Like, this is, this is the stupid resume test that we go off And this of. is why we're going to 12 teams. Yeah. Honestly. It truly really is. This is why we're going to 12 teams right now. <laughs> this, this exact discussion. Isn't it? A, it? It's just... It's crazy that this is it. And look, I... There's very real possibility that we look at this in two weeks and we say, man, that was pretty stupid that we were having that conversation. You know, if Tennessee goes out and they lose to Missouri this week, this next week. Oh, there's plenty of stuff that you can look at and go, well, TCU goes and just face plants against I mean, Texas. Missouri almost beat Georgia earlier. Yes. You remember that? Yeah. So, like, if, you know, if, all, if we're a couple losses away of being like, oh, okay, well, they're in, you know, in this TCU loses this week to, to Texas. 
not even a conversation anymore. Or Oregon loses, <laughs> then then it obviously is is out the window. That, and you don't the have thing that conversation is, with Oregon and and with USC. They both have difficult games in the final in the next two weeks. Doesn't that make it kind of? It's one of the frustrating parts about college football, though, is that at that point it doesn't feel like the season would be a success. A success, mm-hmm. despite the fact that they very easily could be, you know, a one loss or two loss team in a Pac-12 champion and go to a really damn good bowl. Yes. And that 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 should not be like like that is a good season when you're bringing in honestly let's paint this picture for both USC and Oregon total transformations brand new coaches yeah. a ton of new players in you're fighting and 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 dealing with a million different things for Oregon it's an opening week loss to Georgia for USC it's integrating an entire new offense and dealing with all of the shenanigans that are around that that, that university mm-hmm. both of them have right now of surpassed expectations. Yeah. That's a good season. Yes, I mean even even B fans. Good even year. B fans you you you, you struggle oh, you give that to... one up and and you dub. Yeah, we got to talk about we'll, that. We'll, one. we'll get into it, yeah. but like that one that you're still having a good season. Yeah. Uh text 503-250-1080 to put a bow on this one. Uh this is a moot point cuz if either Oregon, USC or UCLA run the table the rest of the way, they'll jump Tennessee at the end of the year as there is not they're not putting a one-loss Tennessee non-conference champion over a one-loss Pac-12 champion in. I think the best cachet points Oregon would be is if they beat USC. Um or if USC wins out and they play in the championship game. Uh I'm not going to put it past the committee. Yeah, I to leave an SEC one-loss SEC team. Especially out. one in Tennessee that again Beat the brakes off LSU. Yeah. yeah, we remember we talk about this. Like, well, I wonder how it's viewed. You know, now nine weeks later, Oregon, Georgia, Georgia yeah. beat the ever living hell out of Oregon. Yeah, and we're sitting here wondering. Well, I wonder. L- or Tennessee did the same thing. Yeah, you to can, LSU, and you can only play the schedule that you're handed. And if look, if Oregon keeps taking care of teams the way they have been, they make their own a, case. I don't see a way that you can leave them out. If they, but they're going to have to beat good teams. Yes, that's the thing. Soundly. They need to run the table, and I think I, I, I'm almost certain they need USC in the yeah. Pac-12 title game. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Ooh, we got this one. It says none of this matters when OSU ruins it for Oregon, and then a go dogs at, as the next text. So you could have you know two rivalry games. Well, that's that's the, that's the thing. Is like it, it's not now. going to be an easy path for Oregon. Absolutely, they, not. it will be earned if they get it. And it start their toughest stretch starts this weekend. Yes, against UW. Rivalry game into a rivalry game. Let's go. Love it. All right. Uh, let's dive into the NFL a little bit. What a weird turn of events we had. Um, and it kind of fit our poll question that we had on Friday. Danny and Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
Danny and Dusty on the fan. On Friday, we put up a poll question because we had Chargers Falcons. Uh, who are Duck fans calling for, Marcus Mariota or Justin Herbert? Which one do you want more? You have to pick. We're not giving you softballs here. You got to pick. It started out very strong for Marcus Mariota. It really did. I mean, it was it was like 70-30 for a long time. And then a comeback happened, and the weirdest damn thing happened. 50-50. It ended exactly where all you cowards <laughs> wanted it to end, 50-50. Which is, it is the, it's right on target, but also very disappointing. Cowards. <laughs> They couldn't figure out which one they wanted to win more, Marcus or or Justin. I can't choose. Boy, the game seemed to figure it out too because it didn't seem like either one of those teams had any idea. Nobody who wanted, they to, wanted win. to win. Um, after Atlanta stormed out to a ten nothing lead early in the game, stormed. and the Chargers looked like they were not going to show up and not going to win. Oh, you mean they looked like they were missing everybody? Yeah, they ended up outscoring uh, the Falcons fourteen nothing in the second quarter. And then in the third quarter, the Falcons said, oh, no, 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 we'll try to win this game again. And then the fourth quarter happened. And with this score tied at 17 apiece, there was about 45 seconds to go in the game when Justin Herbert handed the ball to Austin Eckler. There it is. And then That's chaos. The there it is. That's the run play. Oh. the 20. Falcons say Eckler is not ruled down. Ball comes loose again. Wow. The big question will be, was he ruled down at the 19? By the offense, recovered by the defense, subsequently fumbled by the defense, and recovered by the offense. <laughs> that right there was, was one of the most bizarre exchanges of all time. Eckler fumbles. Uh-huh. Falcons player picks up ball. Good scoop. Great scoop. Scoop and go. But you know, you got to know when you're a fall down guy and when you're not a fall or, down guy. Or, listen, there, there is a third option. Six points of contact. <laughs> you need 12, man. You, you know, you, you get the you big, the big man the big mm-hmm. man rumble. Yeah. Two hands over the top of the ball. You give it the old Mike Allstott through dive carry run. Yeah. You don't pump the arms. Yeah. You get as many yards as you can. When you feel contact, then you fall. Nobody touched Taquan Brown. Or Graham. Uh, when Taquan Graham was running with that football, he just put his ball, the ball back, and the ball just went whoop. Loaf it, of bread, baby. We need to get the Chris Berman version of that because yeah. it'll be on the fastest two minutes. But um, Taquan Graham loses the ball, Chargers regain possession, and then they bring in uh, Dicker the Kicker. We actually have a Dicker the Kicker drop on the board somewhere. If I had my drop board, I would be pounding it. Gus Gus Johnson, when uh, Dicker was at mm-hmm. uh, Texas, yes, he had a Gus gasm of Dicker the Kicker, and he went we, crazy. We, we got a Dicker the Kicker. Uh, I think it was the radio call. Um, the which have you heard the story of of Dicker and what he was up to? N- no. So University of Texas alum. Mm-hmm. On Wednesday, he was getting ready to go to the Carrie Underwood concert with his girlfriend. And he got a call from his agent that said, how fast can you be in L.A.? So he missed his Carrie Underwood concert. And here he was on Sunday kicking the game-winning field goal against the Atlanta Falcons to win 20-17. to And, look, Marcus, Marcus Mariota in, in his career, we talked about this on Friday, like, 
he's a serviceable quarterback. He is not a terrible quarterback. He is not a guy that is going to go and win you games. He's twelve of twenty-three for a buck twenty-nine. There's nothing wrong with Marcus Mariota being a a mid quarterback that isn't going to win you games. You just hope he doesn't lose it for he you. He had no interceptions. Only had two sacks. Yep. Hey, he's not going to blow your hair back. How many yards rushing did he have? 24. There you go. See, nice little productive day. Um, but they were division leaders at that point, four and five. Or they were four and four heading into that game. They're four and five now, and I think tied for the division lead. That is a huge win for the L.A. Chargers, though. Because they cannot afford to give any way in that AFC race. Because now they're sitting in a an AFC playoff race that this is... I mean, it's going to get tight in the AFC down the stretch because in the playoffs, if they started today, like we all thought at the very beginning of the year, uh, the AFC East has got three teams in the playoffs right now. (laughs) Buffalo, New York, and Miami, with Miami and New York both being wild cards. The Chargers, they need to keep pace with the, uh, I can't believe I'm saying this, the Jets and the Dolphins. In order to to be a viable playoff team, because New England's sniffing their rear at five and four, and I don't know if you saw the, the Cincinnati Bengals yesterday. Joe Mixon had himself a day in not the one, Bengals, not world. two, not three, not four, Tell LeBron. but five of them damn things. He was counting them off in the end zone. And Carolina has officially given up. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, they put Baker Mayfield back on the field. <laughs> My goodness. Oh man! But they need—they needed that win in LA. They need every win they can, especially when they're as dinged up as they are right now. And so, if you look at the Chargers down the rest of their schedule, it looks incredibly tough. But that's only a name in the way that we think of some of these teams. Still, they do have two tough ones coming up, and this is going to be very important that they get healthy because they have the Niners on the road. Uh, Sunday night football this week. Then they have the Chiefs. Those are two tough ones. But then their schedule goes Arizona, Las Vegas, Miami will be tough, Tennessee will be tough. Then they get the Colts, the Rams, and the Broncos to close out the season. They Hmm. do not have an easy schedule, but it is nowhere near the toughest because have you seen what the uh, Bengals are up against? Go on. The Bengals, and you're going to need like 10 wins. You're gonna need ten. Yeah, to get I think that's that's pretty much accepted at this point. And they're five and four. Their remaining schedule is Pittsburgh, easy. Uh huh. But then they have the Titans, mm-hmm. the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. They get the Browns, okay. Which I think Deshaun Watson's back, back by then. then. In Tampa, in New England, on Christmas Eve. Okay. Buffalo and Baltimore. I count four wins. <laughs> and Not, you need ten. Yeah. And you need 10. So they, they need an upset there somewhere. Yeah. Which, again, not impossible, but the Bengals need Jamar Chase back. Yes, they do. That's, listen, Mixon getting loose and going absolutely buck wild, great for them. Mm-hmm. He's needed to because he's he's been not poor, but not as good as he should be. And I think a lot of that has to do with their offensive line going to get things ball. right. Yeah. But that will also keep Joe Burrow from getting blasted. <laughs> <laughs> it's not pin your ears back and go anymore. No. And when Joe Mixon is doing this, it it makes them a very, very difficult offense to deal with. But it's interesting because I picked the Bengals to return to the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, I think a lot of us had them in like the playoffs. I, like, I mean, because they're a good team. Ooh, let's re- let's revisit that. We'll have to do that this week because I wrote down all of our picks. Yeah, we have our picks there. We can uh, we'll revisit that. I this had the, week. I think I had the Niners getting the NFC title game. Uh, let's see. No, you have the Niners in the Super Bowl playing the Bengals. Oh Jesus! Nineteen eighty eight called. It wants its title game back. It's okay. I got the Bills Niners, and it appears Rust has got the Bills Eagles. Wow. Yeah. That's looking good, Rust. Looking looking pretty good. The Jags getting hosed all season long on your picks. This Mm. could totally redeem yourself. You put a future on that, Super Bowl? No, I'm not a betting guy. Oh, man. For for entertainment purposes only. Mm. Wow. Wow. The AFC race, though. It's heating up. That was a big win for the Chargers yesterday. It was. It was. It was it, that. Those are the kind of games that you need to find a way to do it. And Marcus Mariota and the uh, and the Atlanta Falcons, they found a way to blow it. Yes. Very similar to the Rams. The end of that Rams Buccaneers game, I threw up my hands and I said, "Oh, who wants this? Who? F it." Nobody actually wanted to win that game. You can't convince me Tom Brady wanted to win that game. They ran the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Turned it over on downs with a minute 57 to go. They got the ball back with 44 seconds and were able to run seven plays Ow. and get a game-winning touchdown with no timeouts. Because they, the, the Rams just kept giving them the boundary. Over and over and over again, they just kept giving it to him. And then uh, Kate Otten, the the former Husky, he gets in the for the game-winning touchdown. And it, you know what really screwed me over? The push. I'd rather lose my money than have a push because I my betting day yesterday. You know what? I, that push kept me from having a perfect weekend. Kirk Cousins. Mm. You know what Kirk Cousins did? Pushed. You know what Tom Brady did? Pushed. I'm glad that that uh, that coming up tonight there will be a winner or loser in my bet because I have the uh, Ravens. At minus two and a half, which now I feel horrible about because we found out yesterday. Everyone's out. Mark Andrews didn't even make the trip. This is going to be fantastic. The only thing I got going for me is that the the Saints have nobody healthy either. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I went one and two. Because <laughs> yeah, it does make me feel a little better. Dolphins no. Bears was three no. instead of four. No. You know what? Oh, oh, and two. That is like the worst. <laughs> that's a in my mind. That is that's hell for me. I have two pushes. Oh. I'm sorry. I took the Vikings as well, so I did get the push. Yeah. So I went 1-1-1. One, one, and one. You went 1-1-1. One, one, and one. That's oh horrible. Oh, God. 2-0-1, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Stupid uh, Dolphins. I love it. Okay. <clears throat> we got a lot of uh, NFL that we need to get to, including some on that Bucks rams game. Plus, uh, the Packers are, are definitely toast. Top of the hour, uh, Anthony Davis is available. Do you want him, Rip City? Now, you have to, that's not just an easy yes or no question because there's going to be a lot of freight that goes with it. We'll talk about that at the top of the hour. But coming up next, the worst day on the web, one and four trillion odds. No, I'm not talking about Powerball. I'm not talking about Powerball. This is even worse. Oh, I got mine too. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Here's Rust with SportsCenter. It's time for today's worst day on the web with Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Man, that sucked! I see the 
All right, uh, I got my Powerball ticket. You got yours over there? How many did you get? I got two. You got two? I got two. $4 worth. Uh, Russ, did you buy your Powerballs? Not for tonight yet. You didn't get your balls? I'll get my balls later. Seven fifty nine. I think that's when the drawing is. Yeah, but I think it's like an hour cutoff beforehand. Oh, is it? Yes. I didn't Gotta know that. Gotta protect the sanctity of, of the lottery. Um, I got mine. I got mine. So, just want you guys to know. I'll share some with you. Got a boy. Okay. Anybody that's listening right now. Only right now, though. Cut this out of the podcast. I don't want anybody cheating. Okay? Gotcha. Only, just between only if you're listening you. right now and you mention it. Just between the three of us. Our Nobody code else word is... Kumquat. Ball bearings. No, kumquat. <laughs> that is the code word for if I win the Powerball and you say that, I will give you money. Okay? Um, but the odds of winning Powerball are 1 into 292.2 million. Not great, Bob. Those are not great odds. No, no, that is those those odds are actually not good at all. Um, what are far worse odds is your house getting hit by a meteorite, and not only hit by a meteorite, yeah, hit, destroyed, and set on fire. So it is uh, thirteen thousand. Was that thirteen thousand times more likely? That your house that you win the Powerball than getting than when than getting your house hit by a meteorite. Hmm. I'm here to tell you, folks, that happened, and it happened in California, Northern California, um, in uh, what Nevada County, California, otherwise known as middle of nowhere. Yes, yes, uh, the home of Dustin Prosita uh, was struck by a meteorite. On on I think it was Saturday night. Uh, the only way that I know this, and I, I became privy to it, is because my cousin is his next door neighbor, <laughs> and he has had to. <laughs> is he one of the people who saw the giant fiery no. ball? Yes, she did because uh, she uh, is November fifth at at seven forty four a.m. So I think this uh, happened must have happened like the night before. She goes, I'm pretty sure a meteorite just dropped on the house down the road from us. And I was like, no stinking way. Like, it was very early in the morning. I was wondering if my cousin had been maybe drinking, maybe smoking. I don't know what was going on. I'm like, okay, a meteor hitting your home, whatever. All of a and sudden, you're thinking of maybe a little tiny meteor. A not... little, yeah, like a little teeny tiny meteor. Like, because that okay, actually maybe. That does happen. Space trash, yeah. if you will. All of a sudden, her, this post on her Facebook wall just started blowing up with people around like, yeah, I saw it. Everybody was talking about seeing it. And then all of a sudden, a news story pops up yesterday about this guy who was sitting in his living room. He was on the other side of the house, thankfully. And he said he heard a loud bang at the front of his house. So he went to go and look. And he goes, my front porch was on fire. So his front porch is just lit up in flames. He's like, ah, got to get out of this house. He gets him and uh, tries to find his two dogs. He only got one of his dogs out. Unfortunately, that is the set. Like he, his entire house, because this meteorite comes crashing through his front porch and his front door, he gets out with one of the dogs. One of his uh, one of his other pups died in, in the fire. Entire house goes up in flames, and he's just like, man, I'm just lucky I'm alive. It, that might be the most incredible thing. They the and, and there's he, multiple videos of people just happen to yeah. capture. The meteorite coming down yeah. in the in the region. Yeah, like you can see a giant fiery ball through the sky. That has got to be like the worst. And he's just now like, yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> like, what do you do if the meteorite? And, and here's the thing: 
he now has to prove that it was the meteorite that hit his house. And it's like freaking insurance is going to fight this yeah. tooth and nail. But I went back to the uh, Facebook comments of my cousin because, you know, that's where all good information comes from. Uh, they're, they're saying that apparently there's a meteor shower going on o- over the region that night um, that this happened. But also that uh, th- there was a, some sh- sort of shuttle reentry from a Chinese uh, the aircraft. Uh, shuttle coming back down mm-hmm. so they're like well maybe it was debris from that too like we're like that's kind of part of the thing like they're trying to sort out and i was thinking about it like well do you have like a case to sue china if it is the space shuttle re-entry like oh. is it going to be like uh the dustin prosita versus china people's republic of china yeah. like, how does that work and i just feel for the guy because one the, the house you can rebuild he lost you his dog, rebuild. man. You lost your dog, man. You in lost a, one a, of his pups. In a way that's kind of hard to square away. Yeah, where's Lucky? Well, meteorite. Yeah, wait, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, one, and they, they told him, one in four trillion. Those are the odds of your home getting hit by a meteorite. Because more often than not, I would imagine it, it burns up in the atmosphere. I assume, yeah. But yeah. for whatever reason, this was big enough or heavy enough or yeah. the right conditions now, existed for it to I, come down and hit. I saw an interview with him. He said that he saw the video of it. Like, he still doesn't know what happened. Yeah. Because he was on the other side of the house watching TV. But he hears a boom. Big boom, boom. Um, He said that, he goes, it looked like it was about basketball size. So a basketball-sized meteorite. You'd feel that. That's for sure. Yeah, coming it's through going, your it's going front porch. That bad boy is humming. It probably weighs 20, 25 pounds. I don't know. I look. I don't know. I don't know what kind of uh, rock it came from from I mean, outer space. It, I mean, it's, it to survive, you know, reentry and not burn up. It's got to be pretty dense. Material-wise, it's got to be heavy enough. Yeah. Otherwise, what ends up happening is this stuff burns out and it turns into pebbles and it hits your roof. Mm-hmm. That happens all the time, and people don't know that. Yep. But for it to be big and this big, it, it had to be pretty damn dense, man. Like yeah. it, and it would make a sound. There's no doubt about that. And much like, uh, much like alien abductions that you hear about, this one happened in the middle of nowhere too. Like this ain't happening in downtown Portland or San Francisco. It always happens in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and, like, and, the, and the this guy, guy, like this guy, probably lives on like knowing like the area. That he's living in because down the road from my where my cousin is, mm-hmm. a guy probably has between Some five acreage. and ten acres. And there's probably a a, a prepper bunker. <laughs> there is nothing around this guy's house. And the meteor's like, boom, your front <laughs> right porch. through his front porch. It's like tornadoes too. When like they, tornadoes in the Midwest, choosing trailer parks. Yeah, they're not going. They, rarely are they going through Oklahoma City or Tulsa. Nope. The, some middle of nowhere trailer park though they'll ravage that mm-hmm. that is one of the weirdest things about well it's but why cities usually aren't built major cities aren't built in those areas yes. but at the same time it's like the meteorite that could happen anywhere man it's a bad day to be living uh in nevada county california hopefully i mean he, is, hopefully he has is hopefully there a good he can day? improve to his insurance that it was a meteorite though is there a good day to live in nevada county california oh buddy yeah i mean my family seems pretty happy there okay you know sure i mean they seem happy so 
Hopefully it stays that way. Seam. <laughs> Seam being the operative word. Yeah, sure. For sure. That's the same it's the same thing they say about serial killers. Oh, he seemed like a decent guy. That's right. He was nice enough. All right. Five oh three two five oh ten eighty. That is the fan text sign. Yeah. And and that's what he said. This texture says that guy needs to buy a Powerball ticket. Yeah, he does need to buy buy a Powerball ticket. He said that he goes, I guess I need to start playing the lottery. Even though but if a meteorite's hitting your house, I don't think you want to play the lottery. Your luck is not good luck right now. Or maybe he it's gets the karmic luck. good luck. Okay. Yeah, maybe it just all evens out. Yeah. Your house gets destroyed, but here's a Half a billion dollars to rebuild a new one and Half get a billion. out. It's one point nine billion dollars now. Well, I'm well not once the government end. takes yeah. its cut of it. Not me. <laughs> I'm, I'm going taking that cash and running to the Bahamas. You ain't take my money. Now a half a billion dollars. You think that's what it's going to be out of out of one point nine billion? They did the math on it last time. They said it was about a quarter when it hit a billion. So if it's at two billion, it's probably going to double. No, I'd say probably maybe like. 700 mil at most if you take the lump sum. Yeah, yeah. I bet that's what uh, that sounds. Uh, uh, really? I think yeah. you may turn, I think you may make it up there to like three quarters of a bill. Well, it depends on what, what this end up, ends up closing out on tonight. Yeah. That's the thing is, like, there may well, they be. they got a, my $4. They, they may be a mad rush tonight. They got my $4. Give me my $2. Whoop, whoop. All right. Uh, Beavers fell in a tough way. Jonathan Smith finding himself in the crosshairs, huh? Oh. Danny Dusty on the fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. Beeves one. Beeves had a tough one Friday night in, in old Seattle. They're 24-21, Beeves fall uh, to the Huskies. And right when you get that 23rd ranking by the College Football Playoff Committee, things seem to be rolling in the right direction. You had m- several opportunities um, against the dogs, but that power outage really seemed to take the wind out of the sails of of Oregon State and My put it goodness. right back in the in the way of uh, UW. This feels like the 49ers all over again. Uh, <laughs> power outages, man. You hate to see it. But this is the thing, is that Oregon State, and we were talking about the atmospheric river, how that was going to play into Oregon State's favor. Man, it was dumping rain at the beginning of it. And then it, woof, gone. Yeah, and it it, it helped Oregon State out. Like, it, mm-hmm. it played out how I thought it would, where I was like, look, Beavs can run the ball. UW is going to have troubles throwing it. And then all of a sudden, it just stopped. The The rain stopped, and the dogs' offense got cooking. Real quick. Very quickly. And at that point, it was, all right, now Oregon State, you are got to throw your haymakers right back at uh, UW, and they had an inability to do it. And I think what it ended up coming down to, was, there, there's a few plays that obviously stick out to me, uh, and we will get to the two fourth downs that they went for uh, or in the fourth or in the first quarter, rather. But I think the play that really st- stood out to me the most was right before the half, where Oregon State had just gotten a pick six when Penix threw to the middle of the field, mm-hmm. which he looks very uncomfortable throwing to the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. He is a boundary thrower. Uh, they get the pick six, but right before the half, there was a dropped pick six by Austin that I was like, "Oh my goodness! If they get if they get that pick six, he's a that's a walk. He's gone. He is gone. Gone. I think the game is a completely different game at that point too." But what Jonathan Smith drew the ire of, of Oregon State fans with 
was going for it on two fourth downs in, in the first quarter. And I, I mean, those are, those are tough and those are gut feelings. How'd you feel about uh, Smith going for it on fourth down? I think you're trying to get points thinking that the weather's going to get worse. So let's drive this thing in. A touchdown could be worth significantly more in the long run. Yep. And so you're you're leaning on it because you, in your mind, much like the Oregon game, you know they go for the onside kick against uh, UCLA mm-hmm. and catch them off guard because they thought when Dan Lanning said Look, we had in our bag, but we were getting word that the weather was going to get bad. And this is early in that game for Oregon State, and they're thinking weather might get worse mm-hmm. or this might hold up. Yep. And then it just bleh, it doesn't, and it looks worse than it was. I think. I would I would be critical of it. If it wasn't in Oregon State's nature. But this is who they are. The reality of it is Jonathan Smith goes for it about two times a game on fourth down, no matter what. This is the very first time all season long that didn't work for that them. the Beavs have not converted a fourth down. The very this is the first game all season they have not converted on a fourth down. They were 0 for two. And if you look at it on the season, you know, heading into that game, they were what, ten of fourteen. On the season. Otherwise known as really freaking good. They were converting about two-thirds of their attempts on 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 fourth down. It wasn't as if they were fourth and longs either. I mean, you had the fourth down and two was the first one. Mm-hmm. Second and, was fourth and four, wasn't it? Yeah, but think of it in these terms. You're fourth and two from the Washington 7. You are, you're on a 12-play, 63-yard drive, and you're feeling okay. Also, you got to take into consideration in this is the weather playing a factor on the yes. kicking game. Now, the first one, I go with you're on the seven yard line, so you back that up. You're you're kicking a thirty yard field goal mm-hmm. essentially. I think you trust your kicker on that. I I think you trust your kicker to to kick that field goal and say you're you're under thirty yards. You say we're going to trust our guy to put it through the uprights from from thirty yards out. It's not like you're kicking a forty five yarder, certainly. And so that one, I un I I would be more critical of that one. But uh, the second one was a fourth and three from the fifteen. Now you back that up. You're at twenty five yards already. You back that one up um, a little bit more. I, that one I can see. I can see what that would have been a 32-yarder. So, mm-hmm. oh, no, I'm sorry. You would have been on the first one. Um, you're not even at 30 yards for for your field goal attempt. This one, the second one from the 15-yard line, you back that up. Um, that is a much tougher in the wind and in the elements kick for a kicker that, look, you've been more consistent converting on fourth downs than you have on clutch field goal attempts. You never want to trust your kicker. I get it. I understand why beat fans get frustrated with it because of the magnitude of that loss because you were saying this all last week. You win that game. It it's sets a, up a special season. Special season. Yeah. And and that's not to say, and this is the same thing as college football playoff or bust type conversations for other schools, is that that doesn't mean your season is a failure. It doesn't mean that it's a really damn good year for, for Oregon State. It's just not the special year that you were hoping for, and now you need to get some breaks to come your way, and you need to win out to to be in a good bowl. Because, really, you win this game, the likelihood is that you are going to win the next two games, and you're going to be a nine-win team. Yeah. With the, the option for 10, or the opportunity for 10, against your rival. Mm-hmm. Now you're... You're likely going to win the next two weeks, and you're going to be at eight wins. But 
now your option or your opportunity is for nine wins, which again, yeah. an eight win season. That's what I thought this team was this year, mm-hmm. and they are coin to- toss away from winning against Washington. They're coin toss away from winning against USC. Mm-hmm. Pretty damn good. That's a good season. Yeah, it's really a good. Good season. Yeah, and that is, that's a that's a tough one though, it's especially with the way that the offense kind of sputtered in the fourth quarter, and you just saw they they were humming. The UW was at the at the end of that game, and to go out the way they did with you had a you had a couple long and extended drives at the beginning of the game, right? We mentioned the one where you turned it over on downs. That was a twelve play, sixty three yard drive, and I mean you look at the drive charts for the entire second half. Outside of the the one scoring drive that they had, I, I mean your final three drives you only ran eleven plays. In the final three drives of the game, you know, in that God, <laughs> that is that's the tough pill to swallow. There is, and granted, the last drive was you're just trying to you know flip the ball around and, and make something happen. But that's the tough pill to swallow is that you were controlling that game early, and it seemed like that's where the wind came out of your sails. Take the points on the first one. The second one, I understand because of the conditions and where you are on the field, but. From the seven yard line, trust your kicker. Trust you. You have to trust him at some point. And a what 20, 20, 25, 26 yard field goal. I trust him. On I think that. it was less about trusting trusting the kicker and more having more trust in your offense. Yeah, in the jackhammer, Jack Coletto. I mean, and then he's Stuff. he's been perfect for them going into this game. God, he's fun to watch. He is, and but he he was. This is the first you want to look at again a loss. This is the first time he's been. He's been stuffed. He had two carries for two yards. Yep. Oh, man. Real quick note on Oregon yes. State. If they go into the transfer portal this season and they do land the quarterback. They get their JT Daniels? They, yeah, they get their JT Daniels, Jackson yeah. Dart, that four- or five-star kid that didn't make it one year. How different of a team is this? Boy. Uh... Man, that's a really good question. Be, I, I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're that much different. I don't because. Yeah, well, I mean, I think you trust it. I think you win that game. I think you won that win that game. But I don't know because of the momentum kind of certainly swings of the USC game. Yeah, I mean, who who the hell knows how Stanford goes? <laughs> you know, but I, I think you win a game like that. Mm-hmm. So I think you're probably one one win better. I think you can. I think you can honestly say, yeah, probably one. You'll hit, that quarterback would swing one or two. Okay, games. Go Branson again. The weather was bad to bad. start. Very bad. Twelve and nineteen for eighty-seven yards. It was bad. Yeah, and you. I and mean, what do you, what do you do with that? No, you lose twenty-four, twenty-one. Yeah, and that's unfortunate. Like, and I mean, this is look. You went on the road. What, going on the road? They covered. It's hard to win on the road. They covered. Great teams cover. But you're going not just on the road. You're going on the road with a guy who is your third-string quarterback at the beginning of the year, and you lost 24-21. And, and that's, the, that's, the, that's the pill that's tough to swallow for Oregon State on that one, is that you, your defense gave you enough chances, especially early in that game, uh, to go and win it. But as it is, got to get back on it again because, uh, look, you're jockeying for bull position at this point if you're OSU. All right, we start off hour number three. Uh, the Blazers, should they get in on a big-time trade? 
Danny and Dusty on the fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.